Hey everyone, Joe here with a Modern Heathen Man. First, I want to tell you guys, have a happy 4th of July. I hope it's safe. I hope it's happy. I hope it's full of fireworks and picnics and fun times and family. Um, with that said, ironically, the 4th of June is when I began this podcast. So today I'm sitting here with my wife, Kelly. Hello. And my son, Kiernan. Hi. And we're talking about the month of podcasts that I've done, um, listener responses and everything else. So um, I want to delve into that a little bit and talk about modern heathenry, of course. Um, just to let you know, the modern heathen man now has 737 listens, 23 subscribers. We're available in the United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Germany, Taiwan, and Turkey have all been listening. I'm available on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Google Podcast, CastBox, Apple Podcast, and more. And I also have an RSS feed. If you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me at modernheathenman at gmail.com or log on to Facebook and look up the page of Modern Heathen Man. You can go ahead and find me there. So about a month ago, I wanted to have a heathen radio station. And I was talking about this quite a bit to my wife and saying how you know, heathenry really doesn't have a representation out there on the radio market. How the radio market is, you know, mainly Christian or mainly this or mainly that. But we really don't have a representation out there. And I thought, like, a heathen radio station would be something good. We looked around and we looked at, um, what's that uh, radio? Um, Z Talk Radio. Z Talk Radio. What was the other one that I used Blog to? Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. And both of those were okay, but it had a limited market. So we looked at Anchor, and Anchor put our podcast out everywhere. So not everywhere, but to the biggest places. So we were like, yeah, and it was free, so it was a really good thing. And, of course, we advertised for them and everything else because they are a good place. But putting out heathenry onto the airwaves is something that's not new, but nobody ever seems to stick with it. Nobody wants to talk about, you know, the beginning of heathenry and modern heathenry and the things that, you know, affect us as heathens today. So we decided that we would do that. And at first we talked about that I'd do the podcast alone, but then it got kind of mundane. So I decided to add my wife and maybe some other people coming in. I've asked a couple people, but everybody seems to be shy and not want to be on the radio. And I don't understand why, but it is what it is. So with that said, let me grab myself a cup of something. Grab yourself a cup of mead, a cup of cider, whatever you like. Sit down, relax, and join us for our wonderful talk here today on Modern Heathenry. Thanks for joining us. So today is a July 4th podcast. And, you know, as people of heathenry and Asatru, one of our biggest people that we venerate are the warriors, the Einherjar. So today is a great day for you to look back, find your family members that are warriors or were warriors that gave us the great nation that we have today. We can honor them. We can do things to honor them with our children. We can do things to honor them with other people and just really delve into, you know, both ancestor veneration today and warrior veneration. It's a really good day for that. Not to mention the gods today. You know, it's a great day. 
Uh, SUNY's running the sun around. It's going to be a really hot day here in Alabama. And, um, you know, we should have a really nice moon tonight, Samani. And we'll be out when the moon's out to watch the fireworks. So we can definitely better Imani while we're out there. And just really being outside, we can really um, enjoy our dunes, um, blessings. And yard. And yard. And, and yeah. not. And not. not. And the yeah. night goddess. And. There's just a lot of people you can venerate on July 4th, right. even Forseti, who's the god of justice. Right, right. You know, and Tyr, you know, those are the, the sacrifice that he made of his hand and things like that. Those are all gods we can venerate on July 4th. Right. And we can do that while we're eating and having a great right. feast with all the people around us. You can invite people in and do what the Havamal teaches us to invite somebody in and feed them at your fire. Most of us should have bonfires going of some type and just really have a good time to share your need and everything. So, right. um, you know, modern heathenry today needs to be put out there. And, and I keep saying this, we need to become more adept in inviting people in, not necessarily proselytizing, but just inviting people in to understand what we are, who we are, what we do and how we do stuff. Um, today would be a great day for that. We'd have the, you know, the grill going, the bonfire going, you know, we'd be outside at night doing the things that we normally do as heathens, just everybody else is doing it for a change. And there's wonderful fireworks to go with that. So that celebration should bring you a good time. But let's talk about modern heathenry a bit and how it affects us in different parts of our life today. So, you know, the, the old people didn't have the July 4th weekend, but they did have celebrations quite a bit. You know, they would celebrate after they went a Viking and after they did this and after they did that. So celebrations are not something that's new or different to them. So we can join in with our ancestors and join in with our kin of old and learn about celebrations. We tend to do celebrations only on the certain um, days of the year, you know, like October 27th, November 10th, December 22nd. You know, and those types of times, and those aren't the only types of times we should have our big celebrations. We should be doing family celebrations for different things and enjoying family celebrations and bloats and um, some bolts with the family as much as we are outside of the family doing it as a kindred. Um, a lot of times people forget that, you know, a satru is first practiced in the home or heathenry is first practiced in the home. Um, and then it's practiced out with everybody else. So we get together to join in for everybody to see and have a good time as a group to say, hey, we're going to celebrate this all together because it's one thing we all believe in. But within your home, you should have your own little celebrations and your own little bloats and your own little symbols that yeah. go along with the things that I, you do. We do that. Like we do that with the kids during like um, grade periods and stuff like that where, you know, the report cards come home and we'll do a little celebration for like all A's or honor roll or A's and B's, whatever it is. And then like for their birthdays and stuff too, we try to incorporate floats or some bolts and with yeah. the birthdays and stuff too, or any little achievement that they do. I mean, that's, that's important to us to, you know, venerate the gods when our kids are doing well and stuff. Right. Cause you know, it teaches them to venerate the gods as well. Like Kieran in here, knows a lot about Thor and who's your favorite god? Um, Thor. Why? I I like that he protects the earth. Okay, see? So you know, your kids can do things and what do you do for the bloats? So tell about what you do for the bloats. I I blow the horn to know to everybody to know that 
it's about to start. Right. So he begins the bloats for us and everything that we do. So he blows an actual ram's horn to tell everyone it is time to start the bloat. And everybody knows that that's his job and that's the beginning of the whole thing. So, you know, incorporating your kids in the bloats that you do is really important. Um, not to mention, you know, having them do prayers now and then, reminding them what day it is and what God is. What's today? Um, Thursday. Nope, taste here's day. <laughs> It's summertime. Don't blame him too bad. He doesn't know what day it is. It doesn't matter to him. It's just another day off of school. I mean, our, our kids are involved in, in the kindred. Like, all of our children are involved in our kindred somehow. So, um, one of our teenage girls is our Valkyrie. Right, right. And she actually serves the mead to everybody at the kindred. Right. She takes the, the horn around and she understands her job very well. And she takes pride in what she does because she's the person that brings the mead to you to hail the gods, to hail the ancestors, to hail the Einherjar, to seal the oaths between people, to seal the boasts and make everybody, you know, hail one another. So she takes that very seriously. And in doing that, we're bringing up the next generation of heathens that are not afraid to be heathens. I mean, we all have our little thing and, you know, I'm very open about being a heathen to the world and some of us are not. And I understand why and I understand the dynamics of what goes on there. But in the same token, we have to understand how if we teach our children it's normal, it's going to continue to be normal. And the right. more children we could teach that it's normal, the more normal it will be. Right. And our 16-year-old is one of our warriors. So, like, he's considered an adult in our kindred. And most of the time what he ends up doing is if if our Drayton can't make it to the the bloat for whatever reason, he fills in as our Drayton. Right. And he's actually learning from our Drayton how to become a warrior and how to become an honorable person. Right. And these are all really important pieces in the beginning of modern heathenry, especially when um, we're talking about um, our children and bringing up children and, you know, moving into more modern style heathenry. Now, we don't want to change heathenry so much that it, we lose it or dilute it um, from what it was, but we do want to change it in the fact that I don't want to say this and sound like I'm a jerk, but anymore I'm finding there's a difference going on in the world. You're either a Satru, an Odinist, a heathen, or a Viking. And each one of those things has its own little piece that goes with it. You have some people in the heathen world that are, I want to call them the Vikings, you know. Every 10 seconds, they want to fight somebody over something, and they want to defend this, and they want to fight that, and they want to do this. Oh, you know, blood for this, blood eagle that, and, you know, they're berserkers. You know what I mean? That's the best way I can describe them. And I understand their place in the society and the society overall as, as Norse society goes. And then you have the Odinists, and I call the Odinists the people that believe that this religion is only for northern Germanic people, okay? But let me break this down for you real quick here in, in talking to you. <laughs> if the Norse paganism was only a northern Germanic country religion, why do we have places in Foundland in America and even like all the way out to the rune stones, that was that Kensington rune stone? That's all, no, yeah, it's in what's Michigan the one in, in Michigan and Wisconsin? I mean, if we have those there, how can they say it's only Northern European? You know, 
the people that went a Viking, the Norse, as they as they would go and they'd uh, proliferate places, were just like any other society. As they began to take a place over, they began to expand their territory. And as the territory expanded, it became bigger and bigger. Just like America today. I mean, you don't go to Hawaii and go, oh, this place is only Hawaiian and it's only for Hawaiians and this, that, and the other thing. It doesn't work that way. They're Americans. That's all there is to it. And it's the same thing with... You know, any other country that you go to, you don't just lock them into a place because they're not this or they're not that. You know, and even when you go to Alaska, you don't call them Russians. Well, this is mainly a Russian place because Russians used to own it. And no, they're Americans and that's what they are. So the Norse began to take on to North America pieces of the land and began to settle here, making it not just a northern European or a northern Germanic area. And I don't know where that's lost in the translation, but somewhere it is. So Odinists believe it's only for the Germanic people or Germanic descent or Germanic thing, or if you come from one of those countries. I personally don't believe that. I believe that the Norse were expanding, that they were coming into the Americas, and if we would have given it enough time, they would have been American Norse, to be honest with you. So, with that said, um, you know, there's a couple other pieces. There's those that are, you know, just heathen, that don't even ascribe to a satru, per se, because a satru is a more modern word put to explain that we're true to the Aesir gods, except not in the Vanir. And, I mean, some people believe in both, which I do, making me heathen, not, not necessarily a satru, or making me Norse pagan, that's the easiest way to describe it. So, I mean, even within our own little world, we have these little connotations that we have to know, and we have our own language and everything else. So we have to learn that and teach that to our children to understand the differences between them. I mean, you have universalists, you have tribalists, and you have folkish. I mean, right. why, do, why does there have to be so many? Why can't there just be one? So for all intents and purposes, I'm a Norse pagan heathen. That's what I am. That's what I'll remain. So... Um, with that said, when we come back, I'll talk a little bit more about some other things. And uh, I definitely want to hear from you guys, if you can. I mean, go ahead and email me at modernheathenman at gmail.com or go on to Facebook at The Modern Heathen Man. And um, I have a page there. You can write some stuff. Um, if you want to stay anonymous or whatever, you can also, if you um, put Anchor on, you can send me messages on Anchor that are voice. I'd love to hear from you there as well. So let me just go and do some stuff here, grab myself some water, and I'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Joe at Modern Heathen Man. How are you all today? Hoping you're having a good and uh, great day. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this YouTube channel that I found called Midgard Musings. It's by a man named Jesse, and it is incredible. He has new videos uploaded on the channel every Sunday night, and he has a live Facebook stream every Sunday at 7 p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. Midgard Musings' goal is to help build heathen communities around the world with educational content and laid-back fun manner. He values the historical aspect of this path and uses it to help us grow and develop as heathens in modern times. So if you've been a heathen for a while or just brand new to it, definitely check it out. It's something worthwhile. If you'd like to support Midgard Musings by subscribing to youtube.com forward slash Midgard Musings, 
following on Facebook and purchasing merchandise from the Teespring and Redbubble stores. Redbubble, say that three times. All of which can be found on the YouTube channel video description. Midgard Musing also offers handmade driftwood rune sets for sale, and the purchase of these items help support the channel. Just to touch base on that a little bit, I actually own one of those rune sets. They are incredibly nice, good feel, wonderful stuff, good power within them. I'm telling you, worthwhile checking out. So please head on over to Midgard Musings, like and subscribe to the channel, and follow on Facebook and on YouTube at facebook.com slash midgardmusings and youtube.com slash midgardmusings. M-I-D-G-A-R-D-M-U-S-I-N-G-S will find you that Midgard Musings. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Hey, when we're back, and thanks for listening to those uh, commercials on that break. We appreciate it. Those are definitely heathen businesses, you know, heathens helping heathens, and that's the way we want to roll here. So as I was getting into, you know, we have all these different sects, and I want to say all these different groups of people that call themselves one thing or another. And, you know, I'll say this and don't take it the wrong way, but, you know, a lot of them call each other wrong. So, you know, like the the Odinists say that the Asatru are wrong. The Asatru say the Odinists are wrong. The This person says that's person wrong. The the tribalists say that the folkish are wrong. The folkish say that the universalists are wrong. The universalists say the tribalists and folkish are wrong. So what do we do? I mean, the, the bottom line is, if we can't accept ourselves, how do we expect the world to accept us? We're always doing all this infighting. We're spending so much time fighting each other that we don't have time to fight what's really important, which is just getting out there and getting to the point where we're recognized. So I've taken a stance where, you know, I don't think in all honesty I'm ever going to change anyone's opinion on how they believe stuff. And that's not for me to do. That's for the gods to do. Okay? But in the meantime, I believe in letting them worship the way they wish to worship as long as it doesn't begin to harm anyone else. So with that said is I don't condone racism in any way, shape, or form, but we know it exists, and we know those people are there, and we understand those people are there. As long as they're not harming anyone or doing harm to anyone in any way, be it verbally, physically, or financially, we're okay. You know? Now, the minute that that changes, that's where we take a different stance. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying, Kel? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in no way am I racist, to be honest with you. No way whatsoever. And nor do I condone it or believe in it or subscribe in any way, shape, or form. However, I do understand that they're there, and I do understand that we're going to have to deal with them consistently, but I don't want to take all my time fighting them where a better fight would be making heathenry more acceptable in the world, if that makes any sense to anyone. So, with that said, I'm going to say this, is that, you know, we we as heathens, you know, we have a, a hard place to begin with. We make it hard on ourselves. It's a religion of learning. It's, you know, all these other things that go along with it that are really hard. We have to learn a new alphabet. We have to learn 
books. We have to learn how to do bloats. We have to learn all this other stuff. Why in the world would I become a heathen? Well, you know, when I, when I do a bloat, the thing I hear all the time is, wow, I really like that. It felt like I was home. And it felt good. And, you know, you weren't, you know, it wasn't a fire and brimstone. It was a building each other up and helping each other and talking with each other. And it really felt like a family. And we love that. And that's what I hear every time we do a bloat. I mean, that's why I'm in heathenry. Nobody can tell me that I'm doing it wrong. Well, I shouldn't say it. They can tell me I'm doing it wrong. I just don't listen. (laughs) Because you know what? When my kindred is growing... And people are coming from all over the state and, and listening to and, and hearing and the world is listening to the real people. What? How am I doing it wrong? You know? So I look at it that way. I, I love the new alphabet I learned. Hey, Kieran, remember le- learning the runes? Yes. What's your favorite rune? In. Why? Wait, no. It's the second one, but I can't remember. The one that looks like a rocket? Yeah. That is in. No, that's Ophel. Oh, that's Ophel. That's correct. Ophel yeah, Ophel. Looks like yeah, Ing is, is two X's. X's. Yeah, I'm sorry. The reason I like that one is because if you get it reversed, it means you're, you're getting trouble. But if it's, uh, it's the right way, it means you're good, doing stuff better. Gotcha. Okay. I always thought it was one joke because then you have a party. <laughs> so... You know, even our kids have taken on learning the runes and learning about them. As I talked in an earlier episode, uh, how I helped them learn the runes and what they mean and everything else. But, you know, it's it's a lot more in depth than that. It's it's the personal path. It's the idea that it's my own walk, that, you know, my ancestors are different than my wife's ancestors. You know, yeah, we do come together eventually way, 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 way in the way time past, but... No, honestly, I mean, my ancestors are my answers, and they give me, you know, answers for me, you know, and it's it's a really a personal religion. It's a personal way to do stuff. You know, I'm not going and sitting in a building and listening to people tell me how I'm supposed to live when I'm sitting here and I can listen to the gods and listen to my ancestors and listen to the world around me, and it tells me how I'm supposed to live. I mean, you know, it's great that Christians have the Ten Commandments, but... You know, in all honesty, we feed people as heathens and we help people as heathens because we're supposed to. That's how we're supposed to treat people. Not because some big, bad, angry God told us that we have to or we're going to go to some bad place. Well, I think that's I was actually going to touch on that, too. Um, One of my favorite things about heathenry is the nine noble virtues. And we haven't even discussed that at all yet. No, no. And it's, it's it's a set of guidelines on how to live your life and in a good way it's all about we do this and we do this but it's these are the good decisions you make in life you know it's not being told that you're inherently a bad person you know that's what most of us you know most of us have converted to heathenry we weren't brought up heathen um for myself i was a i was brought up very strict christian in a very strict christian home and you know we were always taught the 10 commandments and you know it was always you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't do this and you shouldn't and it was all these shouldn't 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 do this there was nothing about what you should do to be a good person in heathenry you have the opposite it's all about 
this is what you do and this is how you bring about being a good person. You're honorable, you're courageous, you're truthful, you're self-reliant, you are all of these things that make you a good person and re and reinforce those good values instead of putting you down for, you know, a mishap or a mistake that you've made in your life. Right. You know, we, we have frith in our religion and it's really hard to explain frith in a sense that people would understand it. It's a mix of so many different things. And that frith is what drives us forward. You know, if we do something wrong, that frith will be affected. If we do the right things, we'll have better frith. You know, if we treat each other right, the frith between us is really good. And it, it's really hard to really represent what frith is because there's not really an English word for it. There's not a word that portrays what it is supposed to be. But we all know what it is. I don't know. It's that good feeling. It's that, that bad feeling. feeling it's that family feeling, right? It's also the karma and the you know comeuppance and the everything else and the the blessings we get and you know you incorporate all that in the frith and that's what frith really is <clears throat> I, I think one of the good examples of frith is we have um some friends that we know that have had a thor's hammer have done things with the thor's hammer and they've gone they've done a little bit too much or they've gone a little too far right with what the gods have provided for them and they've lost it right you know that's that's kind of one of those frith kind of things we've given and given and given to you and you've taken advantage and now we're going to take something away right and you know modern heathenry today is really so hard to do in the sense that you know, we have to put down the computer, we have to put down the phone, and, and we have to put down the iPad and the iPod and the iDisc right. and the iThat. Now, I know you're probably listening to me on a phone or an iPad or an iPod or a computer, but in reality, we have to put that down and we have to begin doing our own meditations. We have to begin listening to the books of our, you know, heathen world, and we have to begin doing the things that get us closer to the gods, closer to the ancestors, and closer to those who wish to venerate. Um, you know, your housewives, you know, they're probably hiding your stuff on you because they want you to get off that and get closer to the gods. You know, they want you to get closer to your ancestors. So in modern heathenry, it's really hard, too, because we have all this stuff blasting us. We have TVs, radios, you know, all these different devices we have blasting this and that at us, and we don't have time to sit in the silence of nature and listen to the old ones that whisper to us things in the mist. And without that, we can't move forward. I mean, we're stuck where we are. And I know this is really deep in all honesty, but you know, we need to take our shoes off, walk in the grass, sit down and just sit amongst nothing in the woods smell the mist, smell the air, and begin to take in the world around us. Because without that, we can never do our meditation. We can never leave Midgard to go to someplace else where we need to go. Yeah, and that's that's one of the hardest things for me is to find the time to do that. Well, mm. With my work schedule and children's schedule and this thing and that thing and the other thing going on, it's hard for me to find that time. I find it funny that every time I talk to people about uh, meditating, they always say the, the strange, they're like, I, I was going to meditate, and uh, I fell asleep. 
And that's that's common too because we don't get enough sleep. I mean, that's just the bottom line. We're go, 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 go in our modern world. So it's really hard to get um, the time in. And we do have the time. It's so relaxing to meditate that we end up falling asleep. And I absolutely understand that. When we come back, we'll talk a few more about a few more things and uh, a few more minutes. And uh, I'll see you in a moment, guys. Hey guys, Joe here from the Modern Heathen Man. How are you guys tonight? I hope I'm meeting you well. Anyway, I wanted to tell you guys, while I'm out traveling, it's not always feasible to carry my whole big altar box with me. So sometimes I like a little something in my pocket. And I found a great place to get that from. That's Odin's Beard Woodworking. Great little place out there. It makes small little pocket altars for you with candles and... Um, gods and everything in them, little sayings and such. Wonderful work that this man does. Carves everything by hand. He has a couple things going on here. He has little pocket altars that I'm talking about for $25. He has small DD poles of 5 to 6 inches for $40. 7 to 8 inches for $45. 9 to 10 for $50. And 11 to 12 for $60. He has 26 different deities to choose from and more coming every day. Your choices right now are Odin, Thor, Tyr, Loki, Freyr, Baldr, Bragi, Hemdal, Njord, Fenrir, Ullr, Vidar, Hermod, Hel, Freya, Ostri, Skadi, Sif, Er, Frigg, Var, Thrud, Idun, Sigun, Ran, and Njord. That's a lot of different gods to choose from. So he can meet anybody's needs. Tell him what you want. You can go ahead and find him at www.odinsbeardwoodworking.com. He also has a Facebook page, and I know he does some stuff live every once in a while that you can actually watch him carve those things. Anyway, give him a good uh, look-see there and see if he has something that you can use. I guarantee his little pocket ultras will come in handy for you. So anyway, thanks, guys. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, we're back, and I want to thank you for the time you've taken to listen to those great um, promos for um, the places that are heathen businesses that um, you know really help other heathens out. I'm going to do a um, a thing real soon. Where I'm going to go over some of those heathen businesses. I have different things from them, like I have some um, runes from, from Midgard Musings. A new one that just came out is um, Beast Curiosity. And I have some beard oils from them that I really, really enjoy. Um, so I'm going to go over that with you. And then I have a altar, I think, coming from um, Odin's, beard. Odin's Beard Work, or Odin's Beard Woodworking, pardon me. And um, I want to review that with you all as well. So we'll go over that then too. So as we get back, the last piece I want to talk about right now, um, and actually coming up this, this next week, we're going to talk about kindred formation. How do you start your own kindred? How do you find people in your area to start a kindred with? And how do you really begin? And how do you really begin rolling with it? And, and going, like, how do you pick your go with you and some other things? So mm -hmm. um, we'll go from there this week. And we'll talk a little bit about kindred formation and how um, different aspects of the kindred, like the different jobs for women, different jobs for men, and so on and so forth. And not just lock them in, but, you know, 
either way. So, so I want to talk to my son here for a bit and see what, you know, my son recently has been, um, interested in church and going to church, um, with his friends and stuff like that. And we, we allow that because we believe that, you know, uh, the process of becoming what you are has a lot to do with learning what you're not. So that's, you know, trial and error and all that other stuff. Not that it's an error to go to church or anything like that. I'm just saying if he likes it there, then that's where he needs to be because that's where he's led to. But, you know, he also attends our bloats and attends our, you know, heathen stuff. And so, yeah. So what do you think of it, man? I think, I think um, that I actually really like the bloat. And I've started writing notes to the gods to do yeah. stuff for, like, our family and our kindred. Yeah. Cool. Are they answering you? Not really. Not really? <laughs> Have you tried writing to your ancestors at all and asking them for help? No, but I've tried... I've tried writing to the gods about, like, the sun and it being so hot. <laughs> I gotcha. I go outside every day, and I'm like, fresh air. And then I stay out there for, like, a minute, and I'm, like, sweating. Right, that's why so summer. Much. Yeah, that's summer. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, we try to teach our kids quite in-depthly that, you know, they have the right to worship, too. Um, they have the ability to worship on their own. The ability to worship with us and you know to share with us or keep things, you know, whatever. So they have their own path to walk too. They have their own way to, you know, worship and venerate and everything else. And you know, like you said, I'm writing notes to gods. You know, writing notes is not bad. I mean, there's ways to you know accomplish what you want. And how many altars do we have, dude? Do you know how many altars we have? Two? No. Keep going. Three. Keep going. Five? Yes, we have five altars in the house. <laughs> so he has the ability to choose any altar he likes to worship at and to uh, move stuff around on there. So we make sure that he has, you know, the stuff that he needs to to, to be the heathen that he wants to be or be the, um, you know, person he wants to be in the end. So, yeah. Anyway, you want to add anything, Kelly? Um. I just, our 16-year-old is out on a little adventure right now, um, getting reacquainted with some family. And this morning we found out that he was doing some inappropriate things and his, the, the people that he's with were um, disciplining him and, and they have my full support with their discipline and what they're doing. In fact, I went like the extra step and said something else. Um but just a few minutes ago, I was thinking about it, and I sent them a message saying, you know, these are the nine noble virtues. These are what we believe in. This is what we believe in living a good life. You need to remind them of this. And I sent them that so that they could remind him of what it means to be a good person. Right. You know, it's really funny because I, I remember when I was a churchgoer, um, I was a Boy Scout leader. And one of the coolest things I ever heard anyone ever say, you know, like usually you hear, you know, parents go and they're letting their kids go out to do some stuff, you know, and they'll say, hey, remember who you are. Remember, you know, your beliefs and you're this and you're that and you're the other thing, right? Well, this dad actually looked at his son and said, hey, and he goes, well, he goes, remember who I am. And I thought that was really cool because in that instant, 
the son didn't only think of himself and who he was and that he'd be getting himself in trouble, but that he would then reflect upon everybody else within that family. And I really like that because in our heathen world, we reflect on our ancestors and we reflect on the gods and anything we do reflects on them. So as we go about our day, remember who they are, learn who they were, learn what they were about and everything you do reflects on them. Right. You know, and how you act reflects on the people that you come from. Right. And I think that's why I wanted to send that to them is because this is not just about you. This is about respecting the people around you, the family that you have, all these other people that expect you to be respectful and expect, you know, if if you're respectful, you're respected in return. Now that he, you know, being, you know, that he takes on the role of Drayton every once in a while in the kindred he reflects on the kindred how he acts too right you know people are like oh those heathens they're this you know they have this kindred there well that one guy there did this 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 so they must all be like that you know instantly right. that's what people believe and you know you can't change those beliefs after they've been you know made and tampered with so it's really important that we remember who they are before we continue doing the things that we do in a day so remember who the gods are and the things that you do remember who the ancestors are when you act out and you do things, and I'm not saying that people act up, but just however you act, remember your ancestors, remember the gods, and think of how you reflect upon them and their well-being and their lives and the things that go on with them when you do the things that you do. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, guys, I want to thank you for joining us for the July 4th program. I know you have a lot to do, and I don't want to make it too long today. Um, it's already probably about an hour long, so I apologize. But anyway... I want to tell you all to have a great July 4th. Have a great celebration. What day is today? Tuesday. Hail Tear. And uh, have a great day, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, everyone. On a side note, I just want to let everybody know that um, we kept saying it's Tears Day, even though it's the 4th of July. Well, we actually record a couple days ahead so that I have a time to go ahead and add the other pieces and songs and everything and little breaks that you have here. So we record a couple days ahead. So it is Thursday for you, but for me, it's Tuesday. So I'm always a couple days ahead. But uh, I also have a wedding to go to that I'm going to actually be doing um, this weekend. So I may be broadcasting that live so you guys can enjoy that as well. But that'll be a couple days behind as well. It'll be Saturday. You'll probably see a Monday or Tuesday. But yeah, definitely. I wanted to touch base with you and remind you of that, that I am a couple days ahead. So I'm able to change some stuff if I need to. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Thank you so much for being there. And I really appreciate it. I hope you guys get things out of this or everyone gets things out of this that um, they can use and and help move forward. Uh, We'll be talking a lot more, Kelly and I, about different things and hopefully we'll help you all along. Thank you and have a great day.